Time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something and pretend he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Usually, I try to do some big-picture topic for the opening thought. But today, let's go micro and focus on the Raptors' 113-95 win over Sacramento. In fact, let's go extra micro and focus just on the third quarter. That saw Toronto hold the best-scoring team in the NBA to 17 points. Coming into last night, the Kings were 7-1 in their last eight, averaging just under 130 points a game while shooting over 52%. So think of this as a public service to you, Raptor fans who missed last night's game. I mean, it started at 10. This happened after 11. Who was still awake then? Now, I had so little faith in the Raps' defense, I bet the over for last night. I felt great about it. Toronto had been one of the worst defensive teams this past month. And the Kings had just come off hanging a 133 spot on the Grizzlies in their last game. A super easy bet, the over, right? Well, I was loud wrong. And you know what? I'm glad I was. And the funny thing is, the the third quarter started like it was going to be a disaster. Keegan Murray gets a layup on a beautiful cut away from Siakam and an even a better pass from DeMontis Sabonis. By the way, that would have been his highlight. Uh, Soon after that, Sabonis had an easy dunk. No Raptors were contesting him. He had a De'Aaron Fox jumper. And very early on in that third quarter, it looked like we were going to go down that same old road where Nick Nurse will get upset when a reporter triggers him by using the word effort. But then after that, something switches defensively, and it was glorious. You know, you got like a Harrison Barnes turnover. Starts with great man-on-man D by Siakam. And then Barnes there to help with the steal. Sabonis getting OG Ananobi drawing a charge on Sabonis. And it was about to be the worst game of his season, Sabonis. And the theme of everyone helping is now alive. Fred Van Vliet with a steal on, yep, you guessed it, Sabonis. And Ananobi starting it by forcing him out of his comfort zone. Van Vliet sliding in on the doubles and stealing the ball. A little bit after that, De'Aaron Fox sensing that no one was at it. That he was going to have to try to do it alone. He forced up this eight-footer despite three separate hands in his face. Fox was determined to shoot. Raps were determined to make his life difficult. Then 30 seconds later, Van Vliet played the role of ball-hawking safety. Barnes bothering Sabonis. Barnes making Sabonis want to get rid of the ball. And Fred knew it. And he easily was able to stand in front of the pass and go to his team-high four steals. Gary Trent Jr. getting a steal. Uh, like Go over and over. And then finally, around three and a half minutes, we have that Brett Maher, Bahar, Mar. I can't pronounce Brett's last name. Uh, the, the kicker for the Cowboys. Remember during uh, the game, the playoff game against Tampa, we all started feeling bad for him? Well, I started feeling bad for DeMontis Sabonis. With three and a half minutes left, he's wide open. He's got the ball near the free throw line. No one's around him. He doesn't know what to do with the ball. Forces a bad entry pass uh, to the post. Boom, turnover, 22-6 run for the Raps. The quarter ends with a Chris Boucher block of a trail, Trey Lyles three-pointer. Raps are up by 17, and the game is over. And you see that entire quarter, the Raptors are communicating, contesting, helping each other, swarming when needed. They made life miserable for a group of very talented offensive players. 
Sabonis had as many turnovers as he had points. This was the team, this Raptors team that we saw last night, we saw in that third quarter. That was the team we've all known and loved for the last couple of years. We've not seen that version very much. Certainly not this past month. This year has felt like, you know, you're in the middle of a rough patch with your spouse. You love her or him. He loves you. It's been nothing but a blissful marriage. But then troubles at home, financial issues, stress with children. And you look up and you realize you two have been fighting for the past six months and everything's been rocky. Uh, By the way, I'm sorry for this analogy. I'm just getting through the first season of White Lotus. Holy Lord, the dysfunction. Well, last night was that moment when you two reconnect. You have that great night and all that negativity just seems to melt away. And yes, I know it was just one game. And the West Coast swing could be a disaster. But for at least one night, it was nice to recognize that team that we've all loved for so long. And that is my opening thought. I'm finished.